All right, North Central Infuse, it is June. We are joined once again by our CEO and uh, General Manager, Kevin Doddridge. Hello. Our Director of Safety and Loss Control, J.D. Cox. Good morning. And our Director of Communications and Economic Development, Michael Bellapani. Hi there. And I'm your media specialist, Justin Jaggers. Uh, we have a lot going on in June. We've had an eventful May. So uh, I'm just going to we're gonna go right into it and just talk to you, Kevin. Great. Thanks. <laughs> like, like we said, a lot of things going on in June. And a lot of things I'll hit on, and I'm sure Michael and J.D. will want to fill in a lot of the details. But um, if you see our crews out earlier, June for us is the beginning of summertime. Uh, right after the Memorial Day holiday, our crews are supposed to start to work at 7. They go to work at 6. And that's to kind of help them avoid some of the hottest parts of the day or uh, make it a little bit easier on them. So if you see our crews... Uh, working at 6.15 or 6.30 in the morning. We don't have a large outage going on. There's no emergency <laughs> going on, we hope. But um, it is. It's just a, a, a way to get them out of the heat for the, for the most part, try to help them there a little bit. Um, you'll probably see, if you, especially in DeSoto County, we will increase our right-of-way tree trimming. <laughs> You're going to see a bigger presence there, a um, company called West. If you see those trucks and... This is a problem that you have if you have kind of an abnormally wet winter, uh, pardon me, springtime, and then you jump right into some 85 and 90 degree days, you'll, you'll see our vegetation growing uh, robustly. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to get an indication, if you're ever in your backyard and you look at the tree and you see that new emerald growth, that gives you some indication of how the trees are growing. So um, system reliability, so much of that uh, hinges on vegetation management. So we found some areas, like I said, especially in DeSoto County, where we're going to double and triple up on our efforts to make sure that we get that right-of-way maintained. So if we have uh, storms later in the summer or our biggest concern is always ice, uh, maybe we can go through that a little bit easier. I've actually had some discussions with Larry Johnson, who's over engineering operations that oversees that program. And uh, we're seeing improved performance of our distribution system because of our increased tree trimming. And it's not as much as reducing the number of outages, but it's reducing the time that you can restore it. Mm -hmm. um, you're able to find the fault quicker, uh, remedy it quicker. So uh, we're, we're going to ramp that up, as I said. Okay. Um, also, uh, and I think Michael will probably discuss this a little bit more, we're changing out our meters as we change out technology. So you're gonna see, I, there's no tell, North Central will have this summer working on our behalf. I think I determined the other day, at any point in time we may, North Central roughly has a workforce of 95 to 96 employees full time. But this summer we will probably have at some point an additional, maybe a total of 75 working as contractors on our behalf. Okay. And, and I like doing it that way, and our board likes doing it that way, to try to use uh, contractors for that, those seasonal influxes in work and help us out there. Um, some of y'all might have experienced an outage toward uh, that third week of May, and sometimes we have a lot of outages that we can control, and every now and then there's that one that we don't have control over. TVA had a uh, lightning arrest, or I believe it was, at their substation in the Freeport area, which is in the South Haven area. Mm -hmm. And there's a long transmission line that comes from there and serves our system. And that, that lightning arrest failed. 
and it dropped probably somewhere around 80% of our system at mm-hmm. 8 o'clock on a, on a Thursday morning. Uh, fortunately, they were able to pick up the system pretty quick, um, and then we had to actually go in, and we, we have knowledge of their system well enough to where we can close in some uh, switches ourselves and get everybody back on. So even though it was a huge outage, fortunately, for the most part, uh, the majority of it, it was limited to 15 to 20 minutes, and then we mm-hmm. picked up the rest of the system in under an hour. Uh, for any of y'all that recall that, if you had frustration calling us, we understand if we have a phone system that's just, if you got 33,000 accounts uh, trying to handle anywhere from 10 to 15,000 phone calls in a very short amount of time, you can understand where we could have some problems. So we're looking into that and, and, and maybe come up with some ways to remedy it some, but that's just such an abnormal event. It's, it's really hard to make it uh, perfect for everyone. Something else that has happened recently that we are very happy about, and I'm sure JD has been instrumental in this, is that Northwest Community College will now offer a lineman training program. And we've worked closely with them on it. JD has. A lot of that training will be conducted in our service area at our temporary training facility that we have here in Olive Branch. And there's also provisions being worked into this to where a young person can go into this, or, or an older person, doesn't have to be young. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody can go back to school, but they can get this technical training, and by taking a couple of classes can actually earn an associate's degree, mm-hmm. which would really add value going forward. Uh, there's just a lot of people, as we, as we look at this uh, graduation time of year, and, and far too often we get caught up in the kids and where they going to college next year. There's a lot of them that they're kind of tired of going to school, and it's time to learn a trade, and I heard the governor last week, I don't know the exact statistic, but if you're looking for trade-based salaries in the United States, the trade-based salaries in Mississippi are some of the highest in the country. So if you can learn a skill and apply that skill, uh, there, there's some great career opportunities out Absolutely. there for you. And this lineman training school is just really indicative of that. Our most recent hires, uh, we're almost to the point where all of our hires, the employee Lyman hires anyway. The employee has come directly from a training school or attended one before. So seeing a lot of great things there. A great program that we're involved in, uh, kind of moving on, is the uh, Musicians for Le Bonner. Um, great project. Yep. Uh, great local music. As mm-hmm. I try to remind people, um, yeah, North Central's based in Mississippi, and our members are in North Mississippi. But Lavonner Children's Hospital serves a great uh, circumference of West Tennessee, Eastern Arkansas, and North Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, they do a fantastic job. So anything that we can do to help them through this project, I, I think is a great investment. And, and, and that's what I, I love about working for a company like North Central is that we have so much concern for community and that we involve ourselves with um, charity projects. And so this was something I came to you guys with. This is something I've worked in the past before, but it's nice to have that kind of backing. So we will, in September, be releasing a two-disc two compilation of local musicians and bands. And we've got some great names this year. Uh, Paul Thorne, uh, Free World, Mississippi Stomp so far. Um, I'm trying. I, I'm now. I'm now. I'm trying to list them all off. I've been. We've talked about this so much. Yeah. I keep forgetting. So, um, let's see. Rice Drury, Under the Radar, Heavy Eyes, uh, Fever Tree, Finger Trick, Brennan Valines, who was recently on um, the Fox singing reality comp- uh, the oh. four. So he's uh, got some. You know, he's 
he's been around the business for a little while. Fast Mothers, uh, Eric Hughes Band, Jody Ross, Fear the Sparrow, Everdeens. And we're we're still taking in tracks right now, so it's been really cool to see the involvement. And of course, we've been doing this for a little while, and now that North Central's picked it up, um, you know, we've been able to make new contacts and, and everything else, and of course, bring back the people that have been a part of this before. So, so in the future, do you see an opportunity for the North Central House Band? I think that we should. I think. I mean, I know that there's a couple musicians. I was anticipating a pause there, just a slight pause from Justin when I brought that up. <laughs> Only if you'll sing with us. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we've already got a video of you saying we are musicians. <laughs> And that caused kind of uh, kind of a bit of some controversy for you. Raise some eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can find out more about Musicians for Lebanon. We will be uh, that is the feature story in your Today in Mississippi. That's available for all North Central Electric Power. And they've got their own members. Facebook page, so you can see. Go mm-hmm. there and check out. Absolutely, some more detail yeah. on that. And but, it's uh, it's a great program uh, for everybody because not only does it uh, allow us an opportunity to help Lebanon which has got far-reaching benefits throughout our community, but it helps promote these musicians because it's, you know, some of these folks have, uh, have, have made a career of this. Oh, absolutely. And, and, but what, what we're really proud of is that these guys just put that career on hold for a few mm-hmm. minutes and, and do something for somebody else and connect with these patients and the families. And it's really create some great moments. So we'll be getting to see that and we'll hopefully have some video of this coming up soon. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, if you want to check out more with Musicians for Lebonner, it is musiciansforlebonner.com, all one word. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube. So uh, you can check us out there and find out more and see who's involved and get involved yourself if you have a song that's studio quality, family friendly, and original. That's the criteria. So um, we want to make sure that these patients can listen to the music that we're uh, trying to you know, fundraise for. Right. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on from that, we've got some safety tips and some weather awareness and flood awareness, and you're, you've been busy, too. Been very busy. Been JD's very busy. been very busy. I'll point out that he's wearing his cap. as He's been out in the field already wearing his hard hat, and he had to keep the cap on, he told us. But. Been over there in that uh, Lyman Training Center doing some good work <laughs> this morning with one of uh, North Central's apprentices. And... Uh, just, just kind of to elaborate a little bit on a couple of things Kevin was talking about, and as we're talking about the Northwest Community College Lyman program, you know um, they done a study. Um, the Department of Labor did Department of Labor did a study years ago to determine uh, actually what percentage of jobs required a college education, and uh, they came back and said that uh, only 20% of the available jobs at the time required a college education. And, um, you know, I'm absolutely 100% in favor of any young person uh, or any person, no matter what their age. <laughs> young um, at heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if they want to go to school and that's something that's afforded to them, that opportunity, uh, absolutely encourage that. Uh, but that's just not realistic for some. And uh, so just a couple of years ago, the Department of Labor, Department of Labor uh, easy for me to say, uh, they did another study. And uh, it came back with almost the same percentage that of the available jobs that are out there, only 20% of those jobs require a college education. And when you look at uh, the amount of college debt that, that some young people are uh, amassing, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, then, you know, being able to uh, come out of high school or uh, maybe you went to college and you just changed your mind for whatever reason, have an opportunity to go to a technical school that you can earn a degree in, kind of tie the two together. Uh, you have a technical job where you can go to work. And in a lot of cases, uh, when you're going through the apprenticeship program, you're getting paid, which is not a bad thing. Um, so we're really, really excited. And when it comes to a Lyman School, um, one of the things that, that we noticed is geographical location of that school is very, very important. Uh, most of the Lyman schools that we have now are in middle uh, Mississippi, some a little bit further down. And, um, you know, um, those young folks, um, they go to school, they get a job in another state or another co-op that's not close to them. Uh, but, you know, they, they left their families. And so at the first opportunity, uh, and, and I don't blame them, you know, a lot of them, if they get a chance to go back home, they go back home. Mm -hmm. And so that's why um, having a Lyman school in North Mississippi in our service territory is so important uh, because those young folks are already anchored here in our community. Uh, they're familiar with our community. They're active in our community. And, you know, really to be able to recruit uh, those oh, it's, young people it's, it's, it's really a great opportunity. A lot of people don't understand the Lyman Training School in Northwest will probably have an excess of eight to ten electric cooperatives alone looking to recruit those students. You combine that with your Entergy Mississippi's Memphis Light Gas and Water. I wouldn't be surprised to see some East Arkansas and West Tennessee cooperatives get involved in this and even line construction contractors and line work is a great field to get into. It opens up so many um, different opportunities. A lot of people may not realize that our director of a safe, safety and loss control is where you got your start, you know. Absolutely. So a lot of, lot of great opportunity if you're getting that line of work. Absolutely. Uh, I went through an apprenticeship program and, um, you know, it provided me and my family uh, an opportunity uh, to make a, a living. And, um, you know, I've, I've never forgotten that opportunity. That's one thing about uh, one of these young folks, they go through a Lyman school and then a cooperative or utility mm -hmm. gives them that opportunity. Uh, I tell you, it's something that you appreciate and you never forget it. Uh, so we're very excited about that. Anything uh, that Northwest does, uh, they do it first class. I know they're putting a lot of resources towards this, and uh, they are very dedicated to making this a first-rate program uh, for our area. Uh, switching gears just a little bit, Justin, um, although weather preparedness, we normally cover that in February and in October, um, in light of some of the recent severe weather we've had around us, just wanted to remind uh, all of our members uh, to really, you know, have a plan. Uh, it's, it's actually very important to think about, um, you know, what you and your family are going to do in the event of severe weather. Um, there's a huge campaign going on right now. Um, when thunder roars, go indoors. Uh, you think about this time of the year, uh, as many young people are at the ballparks, mm -hmm. you know, playing baseball, all the things that are going on, and then those afternoon storms come through. You know, that's something that we have to be aware of. So whether you're at home, whether you're at ballpark, at the ballpark, whether you're at work, make sure you have a severe weather plan. And the other thing that, uh, that we don't talk about a whole lot uh, is flooding. And uh, I was reading um, that this year uh, the Mississippi River, River has been at flood stage for more consecutive days uh, since the Great Flood of 1927. 
Uh, down around New Orleans, it's 100 and about 140 consecutive days. Uh, at the Vicksburg district, it's really close to us. It's been above flood stage now for about 90 days. Uh, Michael and I were talking about uh, before the podcast, um, you know, just some of the areas in Mississippi who are really, uh, you know, suffering right now because of all the high flood water. And, you know, you have the obvious things that you're concerned about when you have flood waters, uh, power lines down, things of that nature. But also, you know, people don't talk a lot about what's in the flood water itself, the contamination that's in the flood water, everything that is coming out of the river uh, and into the public areas where the public is accessing roadways and things of that nature. Um, whether it's a water pumping station, you know, how clean your water is, a water treatment plant, uh, you know, flooding affects all of those things. Um, so we really need to be concerned about that. Uh, make sure that you're in tune uh, to all the outlets that would issue any type of warning as it relates to something like that. And uh, just really keep in mind, you know, this time of year, uh, we got to keep our ears on, stay in tune, uh, whether it be severe weather, flooding, whatever the case may be. And if you have any issues as a result of that weather, you can always call us at 800-325-8925, as long as it's not 15,000 people calling us all at the same time. <laughs> No, but we, we, we try to respond. Justin. We love a challenge. Oh, absolutely. It was it was funny for me because we had the uh, we had the call and it's like people started hitting us up on social media. So it's like, well, let's, let's we'll we'll take care of this as fast as possible. But you know, you know, the issue there is if if we can measure ten to fifteen thousand phone calls coming in, rest assured we know there's a problem. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And we're working right. on it. Right. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to turn things over to uh, Michael. Yeah. We've got some things happening, and we really, you and I have a few things happening in June. Uh, we're going to be taking some kids, uh, some of the youth tour kids, to Washington, D.C. Yeah, that's my favorite time of the year. Yeah. It's uh, Summer Youth Tour, our youth leadership program. And for 33 years now, um, electric cooperatives in Mississippi have invested um, in high school juniors and, and helping to grow them as leaders. Uh, some of y'all know that we take them on a three-day workshop in Jackson where we introduce them to uh, our state government, so mm-hmm. to, to some leadership activities and some speakers there, and they're networking with roughly 85 kids from across the state. And they're also developing bonds that will last them a lifetime. Um, we have uh, folks that have been through this program that uh, continue into their careers, their college career, uh, and have those relationships. And uh, it, it's great to see it every year. Uh, but we'll be leaving on June 15th to go for seven days in our nation's capital. Uh, I think 80 students, maybe. So. And we and, and North Central has the largest group, right? Yeah, we've got 16. Of course, we have the largest population in the state, yeah. obviously. Uh, there's a, a great number of students from all the schools that we serve, so mm-hmm. we've got 16. So we'll fly to D.C. where the, the kids will attend the NRECA. That's our National Trade Association. Youth Day, and this is uh, the Youth Day has been going on since the days of uh, LBJ. So he challenged. Um, that's where the program came from. As he challenged the co-ops in Texas when he was a senator to invest in their youth, and it has built uh, from you know a few hundred students going to Washington to over seventeen hundred students that will converge there. Um, They'll take in the all the monuments, the sites. Uh, we'll actually get to go to the new Smithsonian Museum of African American History and Culture. I mm-hmm. think you've been there. I've been there. It's it, it's a moving 
uh, so, museum. Yeah, I'm excited about uh, them getting to see that. Uh, we'll have a day on Capitol Hill uh, where I believe Congressman, Congressman Michael Guest will be uh, giving us a, a tour of the Capitol. Um, uh, we'll get to meet with our senators and congressmen. Uh, spend the day on Capitol Hill, but uh, the majority of the time we'll be sightseeing. We'll get to go to Arlington National Cemetery and see the changing of the guard, which is always moving. Mm -hmm. um, they'll, uh, we'll get to attend a Nationals baseball game, so that we'll fun that evening. And um, y'all can follow this journey on social media. If you want to follow the ECM Youth Leadership page on Facebook, mm -hmm. Uh, or the hashtag is MSYLP19. Uh, we'll or you can, if you want to look more local, we'll be posting regular content while we're out there uh, on face our Facebook page as well. So yeah. North Central will have uh, specifically the group that we carry with exactly. us. Exactly. So. Yeah, so you can follow that channel and then also the statewide channel for uh, content there. So it'll be a fun week in D.C., and it's always great. And if you're interested in applying upcoming uh, high school juniors, we'll be getting around our area schools uh, to do assemblies probably in September. Uh, an essay is required and then an interview process, uh, but any high school junior that uh, is, is in our area is eligible for that. Uh, and we'll also have applications that will be in the lobby for those schools, that, those smaller schools or home schools. Uh, that we don't make it to. It's a year-round process. It is. It? It's, it's almost like baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we appreciate the board of North Central and Kevin for supporting this, and um, it, it's it's all on the co-ops that, that sponsor these kids. So it's a great opportunity and one that lasts in a lifetime. Um, I want to talk about voter registration. It's, it's that time of year to where uh, we're starting to hear primary uh, campaigns, it's in your face everywhere you go. So uh, in order to participate in the August 6th primary this year, you need to be registered to vote by July 18th. And uh, just so happens, we tried to coordinate some in-school voter registration to make sure we got the seniors uh, registered to vote. But we did find out that their guidance counselors had voter registration forms, so we'll try to do something more organized next year. But I have a supply of voter registration forms that our CSRs will have. Uh, and if y'all uh, need to register to vote, you can visit your chancery or your circuit clerk's websites in DeSoto and Marshall counties uh, to download a form and mail it in, or we'll have them here at North Central. Uh, we'll even mail it for you. So our our goal is to get people engaged in the in the the uh, uh, political process. And along those lines, too, you still need to be registered by uh, October 5th to participate in the general election, which will be on November 5th. So go to your circuit clerk's website uh, for more information there to check where you're registered to vote, because I know a lot of times we may move in town and we don't update a driver's license, uh, so you're not updated, you don't have the most recent voter uh, or polling place, so mm -hmm. it's important. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and. Be on the lookout for uh, the announcement of our member appreciation days this summer. Uh, we tried this last year and it was a fun event. We had a, a series of three days to where we had uh, uh, just in lobby engagement. We cooked lunch one day for members and just to kind of remind them of the benefits of being a member of a co-op. Uh, and uh, we'll have educational components to that and some free giveaways. So yep. uh, that'll be sometime this summer. Yeah, we're, we're actually coordinating with Olive Branch Police Department to run a fraud prevention workshop. 
Uh, we're also working to have a energy efficiency workshop and a safety workshop. So there'll be something for everyone that um, comes by for those. So. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be on the lookout. We'll announce those days uh, through social media, through the podcast channel uh, today in Mississippi uh, and all that. Uh, just to let y'all know, uh, to be on the lookout for some of these contractors that Kevin mentioned, we've got two contractors specifically that I wanted to let uh, everyone know about. Uh, Allegiant uh, is a utility service that is going around and doing our te- uh, meter testing. Uh, we've got uh, two gentlemen by the name of Ward and Glenn that are in the field. They're identified as North Central contractors. They have badges, they have truck decals. Uh, but they're with Allegiant, and they will be testing your meters. Sometimes they'll need access to your backyard. Uh, so uh, we do that from time to time. But not your home. But not inside your home. There is no reason that any of these contractors will need to access the inside of your home. So If you ever have questions, call us. Yeah, absolutely. Give yeah. us a call, uh, 800-325-8925, and we will happily check into that. Uh, another contractor, Annexter, uh, is in the field doing these meter change outs. As y'all recall, what, nine years ago or so? No, it's been longer than that. We've changed out all of our meters to go into to an automated uh, metering system. Closer to 10 years. Yeah, it's 10 years ago. Uh, but that technology is kind of at its end of life and we've got new opportunities to update uh, technology mm-hmm. and this will allow us to connect, reconnect, disconnect uh, from, from the office. Uh, goes in line with our SCADA systems. Uh, it's just an investment in better technology too. Should improve safety. Should yeah. improve our safety performance uh, when we have you know things going on. So yeah, definitely help there for sure. Absolutely, and uh, I think we're going to plan to change out all of our meters over a three to four year period. Right. Uh, so Annexter, the gentleman's name is Michael Vance, and he is in the field uh, changing out those meters, um, and, and he'll be doing so continuously. So uh, if y'all ever have any questions, call us. Uh, but just be aware that that is going on. Okay. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. That's about it for us for June. Uh, we will be uh, creating a new podcast for July. If you have any suggestions or want uh, something you want us to touch on on this podcast, that email address is podcast at northcentralepa.com. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks. Thanks, sir.